All right, we've got a treat this morning. Uh, Another one of our interns is going to do one of his assignments. If you do the internship, one of the assignments is a 10-minute Sunday sermon just to do the public speaking ministry as well as lots of other types of ministry that we do in the internship. And Marshall Bebato's on this morning, and I have not yet heard what he's going to say. I've read it on paper, but I haven't got to hear him, so I'm excited about this. Before he comes up, I just want to remind you that you just sang... Come and consume us, Lord. All we are, I give you permission. My heart is yours. You just gave Jesus permission to consume you. So Marshall's here to take you up on that. So welcome, welcome, Marshall. Good morning. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Marshall, and I am one of the three interns this year. And so I have been attending New Song for about five years now, which... Saying that out loud seems very weird. I seem to remember only being here three years. but So I've been here for about five years and been in some sort of church for most of my life, whether youth group or my mom's old church. And often I have heard the phrase of dying to yourself or the self-denial, the Christian death, those sorts of things, which that comes from Colossians 3.5 where Paul tells us to Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. And so I've heard this many, many times throughout my life, and I used to think, I'm doing pretty good at that. You know, I've fasted once or twice. I don't yell at people when I get mad. I'm pretty good at holding my tongue. I thought, I'm doing okay at putting myself to death. And a couple of months ago, God brought these things back up, and he brought them to, the, to my attention and started to question me about them. And he told me that these things that I'm so proud of are just the lowest forms of Christian deaths. These are like baby's first self-denial. <laughs> and then, on top of that, he says, now it's time for you to graduate. Now it's time for adult Christian deaths which is quite the uh, promise. (laughs) And since then, he's began to open my eyes to new ways for me to die to myself, things that I have never even thought of, things that I have never noticed that I'm doing or that I can do. The first one that I noticed, and it may seem really small, but it's it happens a lot, surprisingly. Uh, He pointed out my thoughts or desires to pray for people. I'll be talking to someone and they'll say something like, oh, I'm really tired today, I didn't sleep much last night, or I'm feeling sick, or I need direction, or something. And instantly, in my spirit, I think, I should pray for them. They need energy, they need healing, they need guidance. I can pray for them for that. And then the very next instant, my pride chimes in and it says, nah, you shouldn't do that. It would be weird, it would be awkward. What if they say no? What if it doesn't work? You know, you should just pat them on the shoulder and say, well, I hope things go okay. That's good enough, right? And I had never even noticed that I did this. I'd never even thought about it. And God has brought it blaringly to my attention. And it happens a lot, and it's a very hard struggle. It may seem like something so small and insignificant as just praying for someone, but now when someone expresses a need, there's a real struggle within me of, ah, I want to pray for them, but pride says no, and I have to 
choose that putting myself to death and putting myself out, having a potentially awkward conversation of, excuse me, may I pray for you? (laughs) Ideally, it's not that way, but... (laughs) Another big example of dying to myself that God brought up was tithing. Um, A while back, my wife and I, we had not been tithing regularly, and we hadn't been thinking too much about it, but money began to run scarce. We were scraping by on mashed potatoes and rice. We never went without food. All our bills got paid. We had electricity and phones and internet and all that, but we were living pretty much check to check otherwise, and it It was kind of a rough situation. And afterwards, after we began tithing, after Mitch talked about tithing, God showed me that even in our rebellion, he was still sustaining us. And he said, how much more will I sustain you when you actually obey me? And so we had been suffering for no reason because we were choosing not to let go of our our self-confidence on our flesh and our fear, we had refused to let go and have faith for God to provide. Jesus tells us in Luke 9.23, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. So my flesh, I don't know about everyone in here, but personally my flesh is like a two-year-old. It does not like to be told no. And when I tell it no, it tends to throw a tantrum. (laughs) Everyone's seen two-year-olds throw tantrums. They lay on the ground, they scream, they kick, they make life very, very hard for you in order to get their way. And in denying my flesh, it puts up a real fight. It screams, no, I'm dying, you're killing me, ah, this is terrible, you should stop, give up. But that's the point, is killing it. (laughs) And so, like with parenting... In disciplining and putting our flesh to death, there's no off days. You can't just choose to not be a mom or a dad today. It's a thing you have to do every single day. And it takes constant intentional training and discipline to keep our flesh in check. That's why Jesus tells us specifically to pick up our cross daily and follow him. We have to choose to do it every single day. I also want to point out that Jesus specifically uses the example of the cross, which obviously is because that's how he died. But there were a lot of other ways that people are put to death. Jesus doesn't say, take up your guillotine and follow me. He doesn't say, take up your electric chair and follow me. He uses a cross for a reason. I don't know that anybody's ever thought about this. It's kind of a weird and morbid thought. But bear with me. The cross is not a quick death. When Jesus was crucified, he was on the cross. He was alive on the cross for three hours before he died. And so he specifically uses the image of the cross in taking that up and putting ourselves down because dying to ourselves can be quick sometimes, but more often than not, it's a very long and drawn-out process. It's painful and slow. It's torturous. And... Since God has been showing me these things and teaching me how to do it, I find myself asking a lot, God, why do I have to do this? This is very, very hard and painful. Why me? Why do I have to do this? 
And it's because if we don't kill our flesh, our flesh will kill our faith. You can't have faith if you're holding on to your own desires. So, some of us here today are where I was a couple months back. You may have never intentionally put yourself to death or you don't do it regularly. Some of you here are already walking this out pretty well. You put yourself to death. You deny yourself on a regular basis. For those of you who are in the first group who don't, who have maybe fallen out of practice or don't really know where to start, I want to give you a place to start. It may seem... Um, well, a very good place to start is with fasting. And it's for two reasons. One, it is a very literal denial of your flesh. Usually fasting is done with food, and so your body says, oh, I'm hungry, we should eat. And you say, no, we're not eating today. You're going to die today. So it's a very literal denial of your flesh, and also it's a very measurable thing. You can tell right away if you did it or you didn't. At the end of your fasting period, did you eat? Good job. Did you eat and maybe you did and you gave up? Well, not good job. There's no in-between of, oh, I sort of ate today. (laughs) So that's a really, it's a good place to start because you can tell if you're doing it or not. And fasting doesn't just have to be food. You can fast a lot of things. You can fast from social media. You can fast from Netflix, from your TV, from the internet. It's just finding the things to intentionally deny your flesh and discipline yourself and strengthen your spirit in doing it. And so for those of you who already have experience or maybe fasting and denying yourself on a regular basis, what do you do next? We can always do more. So I want to challenge you, ask God how you can die to yourself more. I assure you, he will be more than happy to tell you. (laughs) And finally, there are some of us here who, like myself in the past, may have tried putting yourself to death, and you may have failed in the past. I want you guys to remember that Jesus says, take up your cross daily. Today is a new day to die. We have a new chance every single day. So I want to encourage all of you here, ask God today, how am I supposed to die? And be ready, because he will answer you, and he will do it happily. Thank you.